Hey guys, welcome to the <laughs> Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. We uh, Today we're talking about agar, all things agar, building your plates, making your liquid cultures with the thick agar, also called, I believe, what is it, semi-solid liquid culture is what uh, you were saying, John? Yes, sir. That is correct. Um, semi-solid liquid culture, it's a... It's not new on the scene, but it's a relatively more new technique that people have been using where they add a little bit of agar into their liquid culture, just enough to thicken it slightly so it sticks to the grains better when you're adding it into your grains, in theory, so it doesn't just run to the bottom of your grain jar. Um, That's the idea behind it. I tried it once after reading it. I believe I read it actually on Shermery, you know. Mm -hmm. That's also where I learned about it. Uh, and so I added, I think I added like three grams to like a quart jar of agar, of, of liquid culture. And I mean, it was interesting. It kind of made it a little cloudy. Uh, but then it, it, it's hard it to get was. It's the syringe when you do that. Yeah. It, 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 it's more of a poor thing. Like it's, it's a yes. poor thing. Yeah. But uh, the really interesting thing was is it didn't like to work on the stir plate. Like when when the, I use a drop a magnet in each one of my liquid cultures, so that I could pop them on the stir plate to just agitate the shit out of them. It did not like that. Like uh, it, the mycelium seemed to have grown stronger, if that makes sense. And it was thicker, so it would just bunch up around the magnet, and make a little mop at the bottom. Hmm. Um, but also yeah. the the magnet wasn't able to get velocity because it was pretty thick, you know. Yeah, Maybe it's, I fucked a, it up. it's a really steep learning curve. With it. My, my first few times of making it, I made solid agar liquid cultures because they're, <laughs> they're too thick, you know. And then nice. it, it's it's a it's a game playing. You or, know, getting or what the, we the, call giant slants. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Big slant. You're, you're looking at but, a quart uh, a quart of pure agar. You're like, what am I going to do with this now? When I used it, though, I mean, it poured out like uh, kind of like. About the consistency of uh, hair gel. temperature, yeah, hair and gel is like, what you're going for. Well, mine, I must have screwed it up then, because mine was like room temperature, uh, fake corn syrup based, uh, you know, maple syrup, and mm-hmm. so it was thick, and it, but it, but it coated everything like in the grain in the jar, and when I shook it up, you know, it, it kind of made a mess, but uh, it sure propagated like a mother, like, yeah. Yeah, when you get it right, it, it really works fast. I mean, it just creates more inoculation points. Yeah. The whole idea behind it. I like it. We got to get some It's more basically to like it. what I was talking about the other day with the slurry. Yeah, real it's similar. It's a slurry. Yeah, it is a slurry. It's just a thicker yeah. slurry with a little bit of stickiness to it. So the, right. You might see them when, it comes to, when it comes to liquid cultures, what's everybody's favorite just recipe for it? <laughs> Agar. For, for liquid culture, I do yeah. a little bit of caro. Caro, caro, or real honey. That's my my two go to. My shit's probably way more complicated. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thirty two ingredients later. Yeah, I have all the yeah. sugar or Pepto. Or I, didn't, I didn't know we were giving away our secret recipes. Yeah, <laughs> I say I had. Oh, so, like, yeah, my my standard. My standard uh, liquid culture recipe is uh, so it's it's honey. Um, I mix it up in in uh, like a big stainless steel pot. So everybody's gonna be like, "Well, we need to like we want the exact measurements." And I'm like, "Dude, yeah, baby hands." I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm making I'm making six or eight gallons at a time. You know, 
So, uh, uh, some. So I, I start off with like maybe two cups of pure, like actual dextrose, dextrose sugar, because I buy it in five gallon jugs or five gallon pails, right? Um, so I use like two cups of that, uh, like maybe a half a cup of honey, and then like, you know, try to aim for one gram of peptone per quart. Um, then that I usually add like maybe a cup full of, uh, what do you call that? The, the malt extract, MEA? LA, you know? light malt extract? Or yeah. Golden? Or- yeah, light malt. Yeah, let malt extract, but it leaves this protein film on the bottom after you pressure cook it. So, yep. my uh, I'm needlessly complicated. And I would work just fine with the sugars, well, right? You, should, you can also I, filter it out with cheesecloth, you know. I do. I put it into. I use. <laughs> I I use that uh, the stuffing. It's it's just yeah fake polyfill stuffing. stuffing. Yeah. yeah, and I stuff that inside of a flask or a funnel. And then put the funnel on top of my big flask because I got a big like three gallon flask, and then I pour the liquid through there, and it filters out all the proteins and everything. And then I rejar it and repressure cook it, and uh, that's how I make all my liquid cultures. And it works great. Like I mean, some of my stuff is you know three or four years old. It looks like it's you know kind of all scooby and dead, but I revived it and grew it out just this month. You know. Uh, it's not even in a refrigerator or anything. It's just on okay. a shelf. I've got two, a couple thoughts on all the stuff you just said. Number one is the honey part. A lot of people will go up in arms when you mention honey for a liquid culture because they say, you know, it's antimicrobial and all that stuff. And yes, it is when it's pure, but as soon as you water it down, it is the opposite of that. Mycelium loves it. I mean, it well, it's got it. Bang, it's its own. It's self-fermenting, uh, right? Because it's got all the yeast and everything in it. That's how the the Vikings were making their mead. Was they just mm-hmm. add water to honey, right? It just, right. It's... And then and the, the only other reason thing I... I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh I was like, oh. the only reason I think it's uh, antibacterial, antimicrobial, is because it's osmotically very, very dense. So it pulls water out of things, right? So it pops the cell walls. I think that... Uh, Medically, I know there's medical honey, and that's the reason they use it is because it's super osmotic. Um, you could probably get away with use like just salt in the wound and do the same thing, except that's going to burn and honey won't. Wow. <laughs> you know, I so, didn't know there was a such thing as medical honey. Oh yeah, they use it for uh, burn <laughs> wards. That's yeah, how I like to learn though is osmosis. I like to put pillows under my, uh, I mean, books under my pillow. Just wake up with the knowledge. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's how my first wife got pregnant. And the other minor minor point I had about your method is be careful when buying large labware off the internet. That will get you on a watch list in a hurry if you're not careful. Oh, there's a local labware, like a secondhand uh, yeah. labware auction place here in town. They don't ask for shit. They're just happy it goes away. Yeah, I don't They're know if just, you guys uh, are familiar with a, a, a science YouTuber named Niall Red, the the young kid from Canada that always does crazy experiments on the internet. And they were somebody was interviewing him, asking you, know, have you have the cops ever reached out to you about anything you do on the internet? And he said, only once, when I bought a big three gallon flask, the, the cops called me and asked me what I was using it for. Because <laughs> the only it's reason they get to, yeah, <laughs> from them, yeah. <laughs> How much you guess? No, I just I've, I've bought radioactive <laughs> material and everything, but I've never been called by the cops before I bought a flask. 
Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the reason that I bought the damn flask was originally to make yeast bombs for making beer and wine, you know? Because um, it would fit on my big magnet t- stir. Uh, and then I realized, wow, I can use this thing. Angry baby. <laughs> he doesn't like yeast bombs. Or he said no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then I started using it to, to, as a filter, uh, basically just jar. And that's pretty much what it does now. Is it's I obviously thought about because I bought it. I only paid twenty bucks for it. Yeah. Uh, it's a real Pyrex one, but I, I was going to turn it into a terrarium. But uh, my I, wife, I would it love to have bombs. some giant labware, you know. But you know, we don't want to be Breaking Bad either. Don't see. You know, carboys work really, really well, man. You can buy a, a one gallon all the way to a freaking seven gallon carboy in the beer baking store. It works just the same. They're high density glass. They're heat proof. They're you can boil on them and stuff. So. Have you guys noticed how many of our supplies that you can get at a beer making store? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know, that, I, that used to be my trick for years. I would just go get my uh, my malt. Um, my rye malts is what they call it. And it was so cheap compared to just feed or God forbid you try to buy rye berries for your house for storing for preppers and stuff. But you, you would get that stuff for like $20, sometimes even like $15 for a $50 bag. And it's just because the name was different and they were, they were promoting it to different crowds. So they, well, they buy it also in huge quantities. Yeah. And this like, was malt, malted rye you're talking about? Well, it's called rye malt. It's the rye. It's just rye seed, but you use yeah, it to make it's to malted. Make your malt. Yeah, it's malted. Yeah, it's well, not malted. always. No, no, it just comes in fifty-pound bags, just like you get at uh, track supply. But yeah, but, yeah, but rye it's, malt. It's malted. Yeah, yeah when they malt it, they, they actually sprout it, and then they then they stop the growing process. That's that's how they melt it. It turns the uh, carbohydrates into sugars inside the rye. Right, but that's why was that I'm talking about. Is it malted? This is basically and, the. They're just rye seed that you buy like we buy. <laughs> uh, because you use it to malt it. That's what it's made for. That's why oh, it's so, so it's, cheap. It's <laughs> rye do-it-yourself malt. Oh, okay. And it, it was when, when, wall in the face. Yeah, when, when rye seeds sprout, they, uh, they release an enzyme called amylase, and amylase will turn starches into sugars. Yep. That's uh, rye is other stuff, and it turns into carb- turns into sugar for you. If I remember my beer making stuff, though, it was a uh, barley was the one that had the largest conversion factor. It was like yes. one grain of sparted of uh, malted barley could convert like seven to ten grains of uh, regular, uh, you know, like anything else. Right. So, I, you it's know, been I, a minute, so honestly, I'm going back and. I have bags and bags of amylase in my, uh, well, let's say it's beer, beer making section. I wonder how well that would work for, <laughs> for like, uh, our it, grains that we use. I've tried it. It turned everything to fucking oatmeal. Did it? Um, oh, so it's yeah. like your drippy, drippy oats? No, like straight up. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, amylase yeah. just breaks down everything inside grains. It turns yeah. it into sugar. It turned it into it turned it, the pressure cooking process takes it to way higher temperature for longer than we would when we make our beer. Um, mm-hmm. So it just turned everything to fucking mushy ass oatmeal, man. It was really a mess. Uh, well, it's good that you tried it. and I don't have to know. <laughs> now you can use it. You can use a little bit of your amylase. Well, I, I prefer amylase beta, 
right? When I'm doing room temperature stuff, right. which is basically like uh, Bino, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you can turn your grain water into sugar water to make agar with a little bit of Bino. It works great. Bino's cheap as shit. You get a what a hundred pills for five bucks in the in the vegetable section at your grocery store. Yeah, I I want to say so, it's, what is it 170 degrees before AM at least activates I believe. Yeah, like and it's that. uh and amylase beta works between like 90 and 110. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just it's perfectly fun. That's why it works so well in humans. But uh, yeah, you can take your grain water and uh, I think for one gallon of grain water, you're going to use a whole Beano pill and just crush it up in your mortar and pestle and add it to it. The water, it's going to break down those long chain carbohydrates into short chain polysaccharides, which are short chain sugars, which are more digestible for the yeast or yourself. And that's why it stops you from farting. But, uh, awesome. Or or for the mushrooms so they can get their sugar. Yeah. They're just going to turn your grain into sugar. Uh, yeah, so that's how a lot of Mexican candies made, too, by the way. The real stuff. Yeah. There you go. The more you know. Bing! Ding! <laughs> we did that, that should have been a fucking goat bleed. Is what I was have. looking for it. I can't find it. Where's the soundboard? I, I, I don't know shit about the fucking making of the booze, so I'm sitting here like a bunch of no, I mean, no, I mean, I, like we totally went I wanted full to circle, but we tied it back into but... the agar. Yeah, I, it I did. My... Go ahead. There was a second where we were going deep down into that rabbit hole, and I was thinking, "Boy, this is a rabbit hole." And then my son started <laughs> screaming in the mic. <laughs> he thought it was we had a baby bleed. <laughs> we had a baby bleed. That worked. There you go. <laughs> it did kind of reset everything, so it worked. Yeah, right. we, I, I'm one of those people. I got to pull myself out of the rabbit hole constantly. It's, it's, it's so, easy to go down them. You guys have heard of making like water agar, right? For like uh, okay, trying yes. to clean up a yeah, yeah. It, uh, that that's just water agar. Water <laughs> agar. Yeah. Yeah. It's zero. Yeah, but, dude, there's zero actually water. people right now that sell these plates that are water agar, and they're putting nutrients in the water agar. Well, that's not water agar. And that's what I said. I, that people say no. I asked them, and they said no. The water agar has enough nutrients for the fungus, but not everything else. I'm like the whole point no. of water agar is that the mushroom mycelium can take everything from the agar that you put on the plate and extend it through the mycelium strands. Everything else yeah. has to feed itself and hop and exactly. hop to food. But it has water, to reach. Oh, it's it grows stuck. away. It reaches away from the point of an infected plate. So you ha- here's how you'd use water agar. As you take, like you have an agar that's just got a bacterial infection in it or something, right? It's not going to work with a tricky plate, like trick, right? Or something like that. But if you have bacteria on your plate, it looks like slimy stuff, right? So you're going to take water agar on a Petri dish, and you're going to cut a little piece of that agar uh, of your infected dish out, flip it upside down on top of the water agar, so that your whatever mycelium and bacteria you have are in contact with the water agar, wait a fucking while because the mycelium can reach out, right? It grows and it re- leaves the mycelial strands out way far away from the bacteria, leaving the bacteria behind. Then you can take a distal sample of the uh, mycelium on the water agar and transfer it to a nutrient agar, and you're good to go. You have now cleaned up your sample. Does that make sense? Or partially cleaned it for the next. Or partially cleaned it. Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, you can repeat that at nauseum to clean up a really dirty sample, or you can just use like antibiotic agar. That's um, That's just crazy. I make antibiotic agar. That's easy as shit. If you, uh, if you have access to the antibiotics. If you have the okay. antibiotics and, and you know yeah. the right temperature and everything to add it. Or nah, if you, you just know where to buy the antibiotics that aren't exactly common marketplace, like the fish store or online yeah. at, you know, or like Tractor Supply Company. There's plenty of places where you can get antibiotics that aren't oh, yeah. traditionally known. So the one that you're going to want, uh, and it's going to be the best one for pretty much everybody, is gentromycin. It is uh, heat stable it to like 350 fucking degrees. So pressure cooking, it's absolutely no problem whatsoever. You just dump it in there, one mil per liter. That's it. You're going to take one mil of it, one um, one milliliter because it's a liquid per liter. Uh, it, I think that's going to come out to be like 25 freaking milligrams or something like that per liter. Uh, but uh, it works great, man. You can pressure cook the living shit out of it. Um, not hurt anything at all. It, it affects primarily gram-positive bacteria. So pretty much everything you're going to run across, it's like, you know, from picking your freaking nose or your cat walking across your freaking lab or something like that, you know? No, so, you can't do anything about a cat walking across your lab or even birds. Birds are and cats are. Mm. They should mm. all be murdered. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like the birds, but I'm not a big fan of cats. Cats are the devil's, uh, what do you call it, uh, fleshlight. Yeah. I second that. That's <laughs> right. Birds, Dude, birds make dirty, good. Cats are the devil's fleshlight. It's going to be an amazing, an amazing yeah. shirt. Yeah. My, it's going to be a weird looking shirt. I got to say, that sounds like a metal band it's gonna, name. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a spore print, but it looks like a sphincter. <laughs> All I gotta say yes. about my birds is they they make me a better mycologist because I have to work harder to stay clean and sterile. So you never know what you're gonna get. Like dive bomb your ear ripped off. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes. I I, I, my, I do cat in your lab to keep the fucking the rat with wings out. Well, I like honest, honestly, the bird's not in the lab with me. You know. I, I keep her in a separate room. <laughs> I I, I so, like birds. I used to have ostriches, so it's uh it's hard to get those in the lab. That is a big fucking difference between that and green <laughs> chicken. All right, I don't fuck around with small animals. Come on, I like fish. I used to clean a blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, yes. have you seen my shrimp tank? There's a king crab in it. Like it's like. There's a, Total fucking difference between the cute little freaking green cheek on here and a murder fucking T-Rex goddamn ostrich, right? There's you guys have difference. birds. I have a raptor. I don't care. It'll fuck you up. Yes, they would. <laughs> oh, I know. When it, especially during uh, breeding season, they do their dance. I used to have to hold up a rake because they would just charge me, <laughs> and I would have to replace that goddamn rake every couple months because I, got a I quick, just beat uh, the shit out of the damn birds. Quick uh, ostrich story. So uh, back on the big ranch in West Texas, they used to run around wild, right? Um, because they breed just fine. The same latitude as a normal where they normally yeah. live. Except that ostriches have no adaptation to fucking, like, cactus fruit, right? Zero. There's, like, I guess not cactus where they're from in Africa. So little bastards, every time the, the fruit would, would, the cactus would fruit, the 
fucking stupid things would have a face just all swell up and full of cactus. <laughs> That's awesome. They deserve it. Just, just like red have, juice dripping have, down their sides, <laughs> but they uh, they just be shitting purple everywhere. But uh, they they would just really get after the the, the prickly pear cactus and just be just. Uh, they never killed them. They they were happy as shit, and they made babies. And the babies got eaten by coyotes, but they'd uh, they'd run around. They'd slowly increase. Start off with like ten of them. By the end, there was by the time we left, there was probably forty, forty five over a few years. But uh, they were it's like you ever own the dog that like at least twice a year his face is covered in porcupine quills. You'd think they would learn over after a while. Hell no, dogs aren't. The dogs just get more angry if they get stuck in the face. And they're just like, you're biting me, I'm biting you back, you know? <laughs> no, that's okay, the worst. so let's back to that. We That was another, that should have been another goat hey, meat right there. But, okay, so we can talk about the, uh, another way that I have done very successfully, uh, antibiotic agar, is I've used ampicillin. Ampicillin is temperature sensitive, right? It, it, it's going to die at about 175 <laughs> to 180 right so what i would do is i would i would pressure cook my agar with the little with the tin foil over the top of it in my elemeyer flask then when the temperature got down i would then dump in the pill the like the the ampicillin pill in front and of a wood or in yeah you know, and, box or anything like that yeah. obviously yeah, yeah but then have it on this and have it on the stir plate at the same time to stir it up real quick because that's getting pretty – it's going to be pretty quick to shortly thereafter we're going to want to pour. Um, but it worked really good. It was just one, I think, 150-milligram ampicillin per liter of uh, of agar, and it worked great. But now it is temperature-sensitive, and it just goes completely inert after about 170 degrees. So you got to wait till your agar is about 150. What, what temperature are you guys pouring your agar at? 125? Yeah, 130. Yeah, it's about where I'm pouring too. Yeah, so right yeah, neighborhood. I just generally about under. right where you can grab it without burning the hell out of your hands. That's a, that's that's like 150, 160. Yeah, <laughs> two ten. We were changing. We were we and Trim were like experimenting. We were like, all right, I'm gonna do 127. He's like, all right, I'm gonna do 128. And we just kept going down one by one until our yep. plates finally cleared up. Yeah, or or until your your agar hardens in your flask as you're pouring right. it. <laughs> yeah, I've had and that then, happen. I thought about so getting like even, a little you like can get a, that shit up in a warm plate. in a warm fucking water bath. I've thought about getting a water like induction plate, but you can you know, set the temperature on. A lot of people smarter than me actually use a, a immersion heater for cooking, and they yep. just set their flask in there. Sus, with Sus Vide, yeah, or however you say, yeah, it. yeah, it works great. It so works they, great for keeping it. I Does don't speak French. We have a French person in here. He could have corrected me, but he didn't. You Canadian bastard corrected me. But he, <laughs> we speak we speak fucking French and Canadian, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sous vide. Je suis la Whatever. Sous vide. All day for some of say fuck air. Some of that. Some of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's that sus by day. That's what we're doing. All right. South so Vida. I think it's sous vide. It's sous vide. Coloring. Yeah. What do you guys? Uh, Farrell, Farrell introduced me to the mica shit. That's just been phenomenal since then. But what do you guys use right. for uh, the color your plates? 
Do you, or do you even color? No, I've done. I tried a I, lot of shit before, Micah. I'm I'm famous for making pretty plates. I love the colors, yeah. which is gray, strange. Dark gray and light gray. I was gonna say, you consider don't see any color. color. <laughs> <laughs> they came up with that porn book after trim Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I mean, the same time as Firo. I mean, at first he was like, "This guy's stealing my my text because I, I, him and I both had the fancy plates at first. I I just did it for funsies though. I've never sold or anything like that. But uh, one thing I, I do enjoy. So my favorite agar is what I call uh, Berta, right? It's brown rice dextrose agar, and it literally just sounds like that. It's the the real quick, simple way is seven hundred milliliters of water. There's some some people might want to write that. Uh, seven hundred milliliters of water, seven grams of brown rice flour, seven grams of agar, and one gram of Pepto. Oh, and then seven, seven, seven. grams of uh, seven grams of just dextrose. So just I use them just pure dextrose powder. So it's like seven 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 one, right? Honestly, uh, that and, sounds like something that would work for cordyceps even. Uh, it works for it works absolutely freaking amazing. That's the stuff that why well, I have that ridiculous, crazy, ropey like growth on all my plates. And it's just like everything grows super, super crazy fast. Is because that's Berta. I found that that recipe in an old ass book. It was like 1946. It was talking about uh, the pro- the propagation of mushrooms uh, in a lab, you know, labriculture. They were doing uh, shiitake or some shit. And uh, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to try that. And it, it's been, hands down, my favorite. I don't even make anything else anymore, unless it's like a water agar or antibiotic agar. Uh, it's just my go-to for everything, because everything likes it. You're, well, I'll take it back. Your, your gourmets do like it, but they do a lot better on, like, a wood. Uh, if you add some wood pellets to the, to the agar, you know, or you mm-hmm. do an extraction, you make yeah. like an like a, like a oak tea. Yeah. So if we're gonna we're gonna do that, I take I just get the barbecue pellets, the same ones that I normally cook with. They're just the cheapest. I think it's called Red Star brand barbecue pellets from Walmart. They're eight dollars for a fifty pound bag or a forty pound bag. They're a mixture of oak and hickory. But I'll take a couple of handfuls of those. Once again, people, I don't measure with grams. Uh, just a couple of handfuls of those. Put them into a half gallon jar of hot water. Let it steep until the water turns black or dark brown. Make a tea. Pour it, yeah. pour it out, and then use that with a little bit of dextrose for my agar. And it, it for gourmet mushrooms, that just works phenomenal. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, get the idea that that would work. Like the Berta would work for for like even cordyceps because I remember looking into cordyceps texts and they're adding all kinds of different nutrients in there, which definitely makes a lot of sense when you think about like the growing medium for a cordyceps mushroom is literally living insect tissue. So, yeah, I took a, I made cordyceps agar once out of, uh, I bought these freeze dried mealworms that you could buy for like feeding your chickens and shit. They come in like these huge bags for cheap. And I just ground those bitches up in the coffee grinder. Wife did not appreciate that at all. <laughs> I, got, I, I got offered a whole bunch of pre-made blood agar plates. And I told the guy, there's nothing I want to grow that's going to grow in that plate. I do. I want them. I want them. <laughs> no. But uh, so ground up mealworms uh, smell suspiciously like hazel, like like, a, like hazelnuts a little bit. 
Like, oh, um, <laughs> so I mean, it smells decent, but you definitely until you like look closely in there and you see all like the little heads and legs and shit, and then your wife really gets upset with you. Like, but that's how I got my spice grinder to myself. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, it works really well. Yeah, my wife that. definitely tells me sugar. I gotta let her know. Yeah. My wife yeah. lets me know every time I use the use the coffee grinder for, for mushrooms <laughs> or anything. And you know, usually it's of... to make powder to, for capsules. But she's like, "You got to tell me." I go to work being extra happy on those days. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me a warning. Yeah. Speaking of uh, using coffee grinders, there is one other kind of agar we haven't discussed yet. I, I hate okay. to even open the topic. The the black, the black agar. Oh, I, just, yeah, cool just, I use no. fucking mica for that. <laughs> there, yeah, there's no, right. there's. I haven't found a good way to make it. Honestly, it's messy Activated no matter chart, what you do. Oh, to make it is easy. To make it without making a mess, that's the challenge. I buy the oh, activated charcoal powder, man. It's yeah, I, cheap I, as I, shit. It gets everywhere just, is the point, and yeah. everything it touches turns black. And then yeah, after you try to clean it up, it just expands times a factor yeah. of like thirty. Yeah. When I I've when always, I first started making it, I bought the uh, fish aquarium carbon. Work with it. You guys are opening it up when it's still in the air. You got to let this yeah. shit sell for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> my, my my first time making it, I used the fish aquarium activated carbon and ground it up in a coffee grinder. Yeah, I ended up having to throw that coffee grinder away. It was done. Dude, just use <laughs> just use that that. Eye candy makes one that's like almost a Vanta black, right? Like it is soul sucking so, flat so black. Feral, tell us what happens when you use ultra black ink to make black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was a that was a fucking mistake. I think you guys were there for pictures. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It looked like one of those cop videos where they spray the guy with the goo that just expands when he's trying to get away from it. Oh, well, everything. <laughs> yeah, how long did the cleanup high. take on that? God, forever, dude. I could probably still find parts of that old house that had uh, black on it. But uh, uh, so everything went fine, except that I like sometimes when you take stuff out of a pressure cooker, it's still kind of really hot and boiling. And if you hit the pressure difference, it'll kind of boil real fast, right? Yes, flash um, boil. Yep. Yeah, flash boil. So uh, everything looked cool, and I took it out and put it on the fucking counter, and then I dumped in the freaking ink, flash boil, explode. And, um, yeah, bad idea. Super, super <laughs> terrible idea. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. It was, uh, and I mean, I wasn't even using mica. I was literally using fucking, like, a Vanta Black edible type ink. It was like, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And it got everywhere, man. Like, it was everywhere. I also tried using squid ink. Squid ink turns purple. And so it's not really good. It's not really good for that. It, it turns this funky purple color, and because it's a protein, it does not really survive, uh, like a, pre- a full pressure cooking cycle. So I'm, I'm um, looking at this from an outsider looking in. Why would somebody want black agar? Well, uh, because black you can agar see them. The black. They want black yeah. agar. The, it's white white mycelium on a black background. It looks really cool. It's the same reason that you'd. Uh, Occasionally, want to dip your toe in the chocolate pool. I mean, yeah. Occasionally, I dip my toe. What's occasionally? That's the only pool I like to dip. Yeah. <laughs> he likes it because it makes his white penis look big. 
<laughs> I just love my my interracial child. Like, I don't know. It's a I cute baby. My pen it's in. a really cute baby. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, black agar is not for being pretty. It's supposed to be activated charcoal because it's supposed to be being used, you know, to help yeah, clean up plates. I don't think it works but, very well. I don't think it works very well. I don't think it works very well. But I thought, I thought. I thought the squid ink agar had like a. I thought the squid ink had a antibacterial property to yeah. it as well. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Thanks. I wasn't gonna tell anybody about that. Yeah. It's supposed to be a. Supposed to be a cool kid secret. Anyway, now it's out there. Uh, so squid ink agar is antibacterial. You can buy squid ink at pretty much anywhere, and squid ink kills trick. So. Oh, whoa, 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 wait. Is it not just antibacterial then? No, it's it's anti-trick. So, so can I can I make squid ink in my substrate? <laughs> That's like, going to be such an amazing mess. You have no <laughs> fucking idea. Like squid ink is like exponential. Like a little bit of squid ink goes a long way. Yeah, they put can, like six drops of it to make all batch of pasta. In the restaurant. Yeah. So it's here, like the guy that comes out of the porta potty with the blue hands. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, here you can buy it at the, the, the specialty food markets and little, like, I think it's one gram packets. And is that little, the H Mart? No. I buy it at a Whole Foods. But uh, you can uh, you can put that one little freaking uh, gram packet in. Like a gallon of water, it'll be midnight freaking black. Um, I've used it that one little one gram packet per liter of agar, and I've found that trick won't grow on it. Trick will form, and trick won't spore on it. Does that make sense? It'll grow and make a little. It'll it'll white, make a, the, a little. The weird white clouds that it makes, like it'll make like, a little bitty colony. The, the colony green looks, clouds, you mean? The colony will look a little sickly as shit, and it'll look scraggly and shit, sickly as shit. But it won't grow on it. Like it won't, it won't, uh, it won't fruit. It won't spore. It won't do anything else. Also, squid ink kills pretty much every bacteria it comes across. So uh, it works out really well if you can get a hold of it. But that was going to be one of my secrets. I wasn't ready to tell people about because I enjoy experimenting with it. Where did I read that at? How do I know these? Me. Fucker, that was back in the day when we were talking about like all the different experiments we could add to Agar. But it was on your page, like it was like on your, it was on your like description of what you, how you were selling it. Like it wasn't a secret. I took it down. I took it down after I realized, like, holy shit, this thing could be worth millions, and I took (laughs) it down. And then I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry, you should have patented that like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that like anybody else. I mean, Farrell wakes up tomorrow morning. Patents, patents, squid ink agar by six a.m. I think basically, uh, well, at least buys our out, guys that are listening to our podcast modem, are on some super any... cutting edge shit now. <laughs> there you go. What, like eighty people are going to know about it. The it's price cool. of the price of squid ink just tripled. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this podcast, it's pretty exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Not really. We're getting big pretty quick, guys. We are. We're going way faster. Nice. We're in the top. 
We are in the top 10% of podcasts that have been started the same six-month period as us. Nice. Well, because only yeah. cool kids come see us, and there's a lot of cool cats out there. Well, we've got really great. We've got really great listeners. We're always they're always interacting with us. They give us ideas for these things. They're fun to talk to. Speaking I mean, of uh, speaking of ideas, I hate to be a shameless plugger, but I'm going to plug our Discord. We we have a Fafo cult Discord, and in that Discord, we have a section for topic requests for the podcast. And I'm going to pick a random question out of it real quick for us. Here we go. We got one beautiful. right here. Can you guys discuss the benefits of a vertical laminar flow hood versus a traditional one? Yeah. Uh, I think the vertical laminar flow hoods are absolutely beautiful. Um, they have a lot more they, – they leave a lot more counter space because you not have that big old box between you and, and the wall and the workspace. Also, they have a lot of area to put stickers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There, and if anybody out there listening would like to ask, you know, add questions into our topics, join our Discord. Come in and talk to us. You might even get on the also, if you like. I think we should also make a note that uh, we're going to have a little experiment of uh, working on building a low-cost laminar flow hood. Well, we already have the the, the, the ferro flow hood. hood. We already have the basic tech. It's just basically yeah. building the frame to hold it and put it to where it's a vertical, a vertical hood, uh, which one will not be difficult at all. But I don't feel. Oh like yeah, let's turn that into a fucking vertical hood. Exactly. Let's turn the ferrofoil hood into a vertical hood. This would be fucking yeah, sexy. Very simple. It could be a low cost one too. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that I think we should expand on after we've. Uh, I want one it. now. And, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Okay, fucking me build me one. one out of the garage. Jesus, yeah, you have a big fucking bastard. Out of the garage. I don't have anything to build the laminar hood though, or the, did get, the vertical did you get, hood. Did you guys see my new steel air box I posted <clears> today? I built. That thing is. Oh that thing yeah, perfect. I'm, that thing I am sweet so as proud. That was your. I, that's a big uh, sandblasting cabinet, right? No, it, I built that out of plywood and it's plywood. sexy. Thank you. What did you do to seal the inside? I used. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, the kills. Kills. Paint. Yes. Oil based kills. Yeah. And did you caulk it after that, or did you caulk it? Yes, before that? I, I caulked it before I painted it with with paintable you, caulk. Okay. Did you use a bunch of the duct tape like you did on your flow hood when you built your flow hood as well to just nope. like shore up the seams, or? I no. did not. No, I, it's it was made all tight and screwed together like a son of a gun. It's it sealed up pretty well. It'd be kind of cool to put a, like a UV bulb in there, and so you could um, turn it on and off. Honestly, like the the, the next step to it because I built I built the box. It looks like a sandblasting cabinet for people who can't see it from the podcast with holes in the front and a glass lid on top that you can open and close. It's really big and roomy inside. Join and the there's, Discord, there's also a yeah there's also a seal around the glass so I don't have to worry about air coming in. But the next step is I'm going to get you uh, LED light strips and I'm cutting a piece of uh, plexiglass to fit perfectly in the bottom and I'm going to frost the top of the plexiglass and edge light the entire bottom so that Ooh. I can have. Upwards lighting inside the still air box. Now you're work. getting sexy. <laughs> now, you're, you guys are talking about getting UV sterilizers. You guys used to give me shit for having that little UV thing that I used to put all my shit in. Remember? Like, I do remember. You guys yeah, but it was fun to just give me shit. Well. <laughs> yeah. Because you're so white, it's, it's, it's painful. Yeah, man. Why are you trying to work I'm on sure. your pan up there? Yeah, I'm sure that thing could burn you to the fucking bone. Battery-powered UV lights dangerous for you. 
I like it. <laughs> I like sunburn. He's fucking black line over there. He's like toasty. <laughs> yeah, it, it is that 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 stiller box I built is way over the top, totally unnecessary. But I love no, it. it's not. It's perfect. <laughs> now, how much does it weigh? How much does it weigh? That's my three thousand like, pounds. Um, it, <laughs> it took a mean, if it's full it's, sheet of plywood to make it to give you. So it's like it. seventy pounds. Oh, it's yeah. a hefty one. Yeah, I can lift it. But it's it's heavy. It's not meant to be moved around. Right, it, strong like, like bull. Strong like bull, which isn't a problem. I mean, so it's it's one of those things. Like, uh, flow hood is also when you have the workspace. One right. one big thing for a lot of people, I think, that are new into mycology is you know really trying to manage the space that they're working in. The way the way um, I see it with my steel air box, my big one is when I'm not using it, I can open it up and fill it full of myco supplies and close it up. Tell them you should have made it inflatable. <laughs> I, 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 I can use it. I can use it as my micro storage trunk when I'm not using it. No, no, I'm just ready. saying. Don't, don't give out the ideas. These are patents we could make. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, some asshole. I just looked it up. Has an inflatable steel airbox. Son of a bitch. I've seen the portable ones that you can like put together, but like how they fold okay, up. You need a steel airbox. I, I've actually, I, I did that like. 10 years ago, I made it out of PVC and I just had to pull it up, two of them, and everything is folded on itself. And now I, these I guys are making like 60 bucks on a I can't game. listen to anything Deadpool says about a steel airbox because I, I still cringe at the thought of how he ran his steel airbox. your Xbox? <laughs> this, this guy is such a horrible person. He just uses an unmodified tub and slides it off the edge of the table and reaches up from underneath the table somehow and bends his arm into a circle. Do That's how I always use mine. <laughs> I like it. I'll do the dinosaur for the T Rex. I mean, completely unmodified tub, just flipped upside down on the table, yes. and that's, that's that's how basic that's a cylinder box can you be. You hang it off the side. You hang it off the side, and you just kind of like uh, work with limp wrists the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking said that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he uh, just it, used the words "bend your arm in a circle." It's yeah. I, mean, I, I remember as a young man starting out. You know, I I started with the jagged holes. You know, because you can't cut a dang hole in plastic very good. Cutting your arms oh, up trying to work in a steel air box, looking through hazy about? plastic. So then, I, then I got a bright idea. I got a clear shower curtain, and I cut the bottom off my my steel air box, and I covered it with one of those clear shower curtains and duct taped it on, so I could see a little better. And that, you know, over time, with my old eyes, I finally said, you know, I need a flow hood so I could just see what I'm doing. And that's how, that's how I progressed through it. And now I'm back to a steel air box again. still have my flow hood, this, though. This was a really productive rabbit hole, though. Right. Yeah, not, I, this I, isn't I, really a rabbit hole. We're still talking about it. But for everybody out there that's new to the hobby, a, a flow hood is a luxury item. It's not a necessity. It's No, you I don't need it. That's, that's all it is, is a luxury item. I mean, it makes things easier. It does not, it's not required for the hobby at all. What would you say the dire necessity is required for the hobby? Start? Alcohol, if you're serious about it, a pressure cooker. Yeah, pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. As pressure as, cooker is pretty essential, but it's not 100% essential. You can, like I said, if you're serious about the hobby, right? You, you can, can go ahead and take a pot of water and put a fucking weight on top of that pot's lid, and if it's 15 pounds, 
that you put on that lid, that's basically putting a fifty pound weight on a fresh cooker. Eh. It's close. Eh. It's close. <laughs> that's I mean, scary, you're, though. <laughs> no, you're not. But it doesn't lock into place. This is just you putting the weight on a goddamn pot, so that any pressure right. builds up. If you, you can just push it on the well, side, yeah. You know, it's okay. A, you know, but then you got yeah, to. But there's no way to. So there's no way to really let that out, and so. It also doesn't have the gonna, same seal, though. Yeah, there's no safety. You know, you know. Let's just go ahead and, hey guys, <laughs> just don't do that. Even without a pressure now. cooker, <laughs> even without a pressure cooker, and I don't suggest putting weights on top of a on top of a pot and and boiling that. I have personally oh, in fuckers. our own pot uh, in our own Discord, I've had multiple people that are have been in our Discord have success with broke boy tech. Personally, from yep, my yeah. guidance, I mean, um, Mushroom Dance and Jukebox are both are both two of the people that I guided through doing a broke boy tech. With, uh, I mean, I generally tell them to use popcorn because it's obviously more sterile because it's for human consumption. But I definitely think that now, by understanding like endospore theory, and by, um, I think you could do it with. Uh, with oats, I think you can do it with multiple different grains, but I think the main thing is to ferment, get rid of the endospores, and then go through with your broke boy tech if you're going to go that route. See, yeah. but with oats, it's just, I don't think the holes will actually hold up. I think it's going to turn into an oatmeal if you do that twice. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely, like I said, I suggest I suggest popcorn all day for broke boy tech. If you're going to go that route, if you have to go that route, it's field it's corn works to good do. too. Yeah, and if you're like just starting out and you just want to see a mushroom and you have no equipment, nothing, look up good old PF Tech. That's going to be probably your first brown purchase. rice vermiculite. There you go. Or some of those assholes that are that are. Don't doing say it. The... Don't say it. <laughs> don't you? Don't say you it. fucking say it. We're not. We're not going to use those two words. No, <laughs> no Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely thinking about Scooter Man's uncle. <laughs> we don't if talk about see a very, very. If you want to see a very low success rate that can work if you do everything right and do not make a single mistake that gets hyped yeah. up a lot on Reddit, you can prop up those stocks right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Right away, it's not if, super. If, if you're I mean, endorsing, if you're endorsing UB Tech, you should probably be buying stock in Uncle Ben's as well. Yeah, because so. <laughs> you're going to sell a lot of it. Huh? Hands down, the easiest, yeah. the easiest way is it all buy an all-in-one bag from a reputable, reputable freaking uh, seller that's just you know, got your grain and your sub already there. Get yourself a liquid culture to jet through the bag. You're going to have almost a hundred percent success rate. Even like, even as much as I love and agree with that, it's still the shipping. Oh my gosh, these people! Yeah. I don't know the hub. Around if you me, go small, if you, you, you the all in one boxes, you can ship those out for like six seven bucks. No, it's not the money that it costs for shipping. It's the people on the line to get it to its location and oh, how you much mean they the care. The assholes that I, like I to mean, fucking kick my fucking boxes time. around the house. Everything yeah. I buy something for mycology, it gets brought to the house. It's got footprints on it. It's got a fucking tire mark on it. You know, it, it's Dude, like, like even it, when it's I made armored boxes before it gets to me. 
<laughs> I made armored boxes and sent them to you. Yeah, you mean I the would, ones I would... that your daughter's practiced stabbing on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, These you'd be so proud of me. Armored boxes, and they would still when they got to freaking Pookie, they would literally have like a size thirteen fucking boot print on them. Like you, could, you could see Wolverine in the fucking name of the damn thing, where somebody literally just kicked you. the damn box. And we're talking about these it. boxes. I'm making with half inch thick compressed hard foam. I'm making like you know aluminum backed, like like actually armored boxes. It's and, like uh, it's these, like styrofoam. They just it's took like it as a personal challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it's a like personal challenge. With insulated Can boxes, I help you put fragile on your box. You would be so <laughs> proud of me for your life. I I uh, I mailed Deadpool. I don't know if anybody knows, but Deadpool's PC went up. He let the magic smoke out right recently. <laughs> yeah. I, I I had an extra graphics card for a computer later on, so I decided to mail it to him. I took styrofoam and I literally carved the exact shape of that GPU out of the center of it and put it inside of there and encased the entire thing in styrofoam. Yep. He actually showed me a picture, and I'm like, I haven't seen a box like that since Ferl sent me a bag of fucking salt. <laughs> it's supposed to be there tomorrow, by the way. We'll see how good it can. Right. Let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really neurotic about chipping. I don't like to do it anymore. Uh, just, I don't know if it was COVID or what it was that just the morale of the people who who are handling the bags and stuff. And I like the shipping hub people. I think because maybe it was because of Rona, like everybody kind of bought more stuff online than go to the stores. So they just got overwhelmed, but they just started really not caring. Yeah, but no, like, it's not even not caring. They go out of their way. Dude, let me tell you this. Today, I was track to supply a gobble shit that we were talking about. I came home. The people that delivered my chewy boxes, they were in the streets. They didn't come down <laughs> the fucking driveway. They were in front of the mailbox between the mailbox and the road. Literally in the street in a snowbank. They dropped them off, threw them on the side of the road. This is FedEx, by the way, so FedEx, fuck off. All right? And they, they were I've had the worst them. luck with FedEx, too. I Every lifted up that box thing. and all the shit fell out the box. I was like, are you fucking serious? It was like they Everything I try to ship with FedEx. Like if I try to, it doesn't matter what I'm trying to ship with FedEx. Everything I try to ship with them gets fucked. If I'm trying to send like like uh, like glass labware or something like that, everything that goes with the FedEx, you might as well just start the fucking claim the moment you drop it off somewhere. Right? right? It's like you know? I, th- I think FedEx only hires like retired soccer players or like <laughs> fucking punters. you know they're, it, bringing, it, they're keep having flashbacks when they're doing deliveries. Yeah, yeah. honestly, the best the best luck I've had is with just plain old United States Postal Service. That's um, what I use now for everything. Yeah, because yeah. like. UPS is hit and miss. FedEx is going to guarantee to break your fucking shit. DHL wants your fucking left kidney. Um, and but I know I can see that UPS guy. The, the post service guy knows that he has to see me every fucking day when he comes to that post box. So he's going to be nice. He's not going to do something stupid. <laughs> I've been nice. I've been nice to my mail carrier though. Like I'll, I'll leave him like like candy bars and shit like that. So oh, I got candy bars. Hey, I don't. I don't know what <laughs> about USPS. I had a letter in my mailbox the other day, or a note, I should say, and it was from the mail person. They're like, "Hey, uh, you got a package? It was too big for your mailbox. I just, I just put it in your daughter's mailbox at the post office." I'm like, "How the hell do you know who is what?" I mean, geez, Louise, is this town this small? I'm thinking. Yeah, it sounds like it. Completely yeah. put it in your mailbox. <laughs> 
He's like yeah. your Viagra. So if your your Viagra prescription is in your daughter's mailbox. Your right. motor pills are in your kid's mailbox in case you know you're that, looking for them. You know that crotch rock cream you ordered is it, yeah. running behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you about time to refill your prescription? <laughs> I tried that jerky. It was delicious. But it's, it, 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 it is nice having it is nice living in a smaller community where they know you, though. I mean, they, they greet me by name when I walk in there, and I, I still to this day don't know how they can remember my name. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, well, I used to live in a really small town, like when we lived down the ranch, and the people, the RML people were great. There was literally only three of them. I just cycled through who was working. But uh, it was great. Who the hell is listening to helicopter noises? I don't the only know. person with any noise coming through is you, Farrell. It would trim. be nice. That's not me. There's a car. What? Some, somebody's in a car or listening to a car. Oh, give it away. When are you figuring it out? Who was playing a video game again, huh? <laughs> nah, it wasn't me, motherfucker. Not me. That was my bitch. He was driving to the post office, all right? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't hearing no clicks over here. <laughs> oh, so... Let's get back on. Let's get back on. Our we topic. Got, we got, Our yeah, topic. We, that was bad. That was <laughs> so, okay. So we've covered anabolic agar. We've covered the squid agar that Pookie threw me under the fucking bus for. We've covered our water agar. We've covered uh, brown rice dextrose agar. What's some really easy ones? For uh, newbies, the LME, it's just like, yeah, yeah, LME, the LME, yeah, yep, super, 10, 10, 10. super. Easy. I, I think uh, what, who's that? Munchausen that invented that one, didn't he? Or it no, came up the first the 10, 10, 10 idea. I mean, no, but anyway, been, no. I didn't know that if shit. you're going to use the brown rice flour, you read it need to reduce the amount of agar. That's why it's seven 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 because brown rice flour is, congeals like a mofo by itself. Yeah, and, and people need to realize less is more when it comes to nutrients in your agar. If you do, if not you have too much, if you have too not much nutrients, the mushroom or the mycelium doesn't tend to spread like it does. The lower. Nah, if you get if you get too much sugar, it just goes in one big tomatose mess. Right, it doesn't spread. That, yeah, yeah. That's and then what else were we talking about? How about uh, agar containers? What are you guys thoughts on using ketchup cups or? I, I, use ketchup, I think cups. ketchup cups are nice for um, beginning with spores or cleanups that you don't want to waste plates on. But, I mean, mm-hmm. after today's fiasco, dude, I got 500 extra plates. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to trade plates with somebody or put something away for a long time, I use uh, I use plates. But there was a while there where plates were almost impossible to get. Yes. Um, and I, was, I had standing orders with Thomas Labs so that, like, every month they'd send me 1,000 plates. But I still, they were like, oh, it's going to be, you know, we're four months behind. I was like, well, that's great because I put all my orders in on January 1st. They're like, no, I mean, like four months behind even because of that. So I went to the little restaurant depot place and uh, just here in town, it says like restaurant supplies. I bought a shitload of these like two ounce portion cups. They're a little bit bigger than a ketchup cup. And they weren't great. Like they came in like irradiated sterile sleeves. Those are, and, those are the, uh, the, the short fat ones, right? Yeah, they're yeah, those are they're, much they're only, than the Yeah, they're only about like maybe an inch tall, but they're about two and a half inches in diameter. Um, Sounds like someone's cake. It worked. It worked <laughs> super, super good. 
You know, and I've I've always been a fan of the cell treats with the uh, ridged edges. Oh yeah, yeah, those those are for, nice for it, his but, pleasure. But now we got you guys got that new seal, uh, plate sealing tape. I haven't tried that yet, but it's sure no, sounds I, 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 I that's what I was just doing while we've been talking. I'm going through my plates. I'm not happy, not happy at all. I can see like things around the outside of all these fucking plates that I did with this fucking micropose fucking tape. Oh, no, why are you guys man. using that shit? I just what happened to use I want to. What try happened it. to using the stuff that 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 I've been the using parafilm? forever? That the parafilm. parafilm. It's amazing. I, I have it, but I saw yeah. this. I wanted to get some more. I was making some more charlots, and I saw it. Literally had, says micropose. It means has tiny holes. No, it's from that's the name of the company. I saw. It's no. It's. It is dumb. Uh, it's called my. It's, it's, well, we, it's we for most of us in the mycology world, parafilm is a love hate relationship. I it love works, it. It love works parafilm. excellent. It's just a pain in the butt to work with. No, it's not it's right difficult thing. to work with. It's, if you if you if you know you got thirty plates and you take one minute and you cut thirty fucking things done, you're set. You yeah, know, but if you're trying I, to easiest play, way to then cut, cut it. them. Dude, Reason. the easiest way to cut it is with the with the paper cutter. I bought one from Walmart for like I think it was like twelve bucks. Just like the little plastic like chopping guillotine? paper cutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the little guillotine things. Yeah, except they're like absolute total freaking shit. They're just made out of plastic. Uh from Walmart. The cheapest shit. Like it, if you dropped it, it'd probably shatter. But uh it it could cut some tape like a fast as hell. Just chop, 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 chop. As yeah. fast as you can go. Parafilm cool. has a box. I'm thinking about trying to get to some. Uh, Have you seen the price of that thing? It's like forty bucks. Yes, I know. But that's oh. what I was just about to say. I'm going to keep trying to find it so that we can maybe print it out on the fucking printer, and I can no, I have one. No, that's an option. Right, right. So I'm, I've been I've been fucking around with that uh, Cura, so I can go ahead and make my own shit now. Is it and, possible uh, that you could use like a um, envelope opener? Like a plastic envelope opener? Uh, no, because it's not strong enough, I don't no. think. Unless it, yeah, unless you're sure that they don't have them with like a razor a blade? Yeah, they have them with like razor blades inside of it. If they, that, if they that had an work. actual razor blade, that would work. Because I know, oh, wait, you know what? I have a Greenlee uh, box cutter that has one of those things on there. I'm just uh, thinking about like blunt cutters and like how they have they have blunt cutters kind of like that with a razor blade. Even a blunt cutter that would. You, I'm going to have to look at a this. blunt cutter. Uh, like a cigar cutter? Oh, yeah. No, just to, okay, I don't smoke. Well, so yeah, no, totally. You're, you're, you're totally not a fucking druggie. Yeah. A, a cigarette and a cigar cutter. Blunt cutter. What the fuck is that? What do you a blunt, the cigar, you know. We I'm bad positive that that will resonate with our listeners, okay? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like, how could you brad yourself any better? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I it's smoke a... cannabis and I grow. Psilocy- no, psilocy- I'm just saying that like it was like we we took Mar- something, real, something like uh, refined, like a cigar cutter. Hey, yeah. no man, just go get me the blood cutter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I roll more blunt. Give him, give me my pot guillotine. I do yeah. smoke cigars, but I roll more blunts than I smoke cigars. <laughs> mm mm. Anyway, Ooh, the next cool. rabbit hole is who rolls the best blunt? I don't think blunts grow on trees. I think you have to roll those. Yeah. Well, I won that one. 
<laughs> I've got a Ryobi blunt roller. <laughs> what? The fuck? Ryobi makes a blunt roller? No. I mean, they but make, I just came up with they, really great. I was like, God damn it, they make every fucking other thing out of the goddamn sun. Right. I have almost all their Ryobi One Plus tools. Fucking love them. Can't say yeah. enough good shit about them. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if right. They Dude, I just, sort I just got that machine. one. I got that one plus um, grinder that you hang on the wall. It's oh yeah, Dremel. I got yeah. that from from the office. That thing is fucking sweet as hell. Oh yeah, they're so cool. They got so much cool shit. Bad. I think my uh, <laughs> yeah. my favorite Ralby One Plus tool is their cock gun. Have you seen that thing? I have not. Are seen you that. talking about? Is this a, a battery operated caulk gun? Yes. Because I don't want to get. I yes. Yes. I can't it, justify. It takes, I can't just. What? It's okay, like maybe, forty bucks. Maybe you can enlighten me on the point of a battery operated. Does it still? You just hold the trigger and caulk? it goes. You pull the trigger. You set the speed. You set the width of the bead. And you pull I the thought trigger. that's what caulk guns it. did anyway. You yeah, pull you know, the you trigger. And you'll get beads on there if you don't if you don't know what you're doing. And with that, yeah. with the gun, it's a constant flow as long as you have that button pressed. Absolute perfection, smooth as silk. And you could like it's so fast. Like when you have to do like uh, like entire bathrooms or build projects or something, just perfect beads everywhere as fast as you can go. Like you can't. Somebody laying tile could not keep up with you if you had that thing going. <laughs> I mean, I'm a painter, so I literally have to go. I, I okay, let's not get in this rabbit hole. That's a subject for another time. <laughs> I'm heated. I am he's, heated. Yeah, he's got the big ass hand from the yeah. He's got the, the big turkey squeezer. All day. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah I got, squeeze a lot of caulk all day. Okay, guys. Don't ask your personal fucking uh, dude. The caulk, the caulk gun is amazing. So I've used it on big projects. That thing will use even the small battery will last you all day long because all it does is just push a plunger at various speeds. Like it is fast. It is like so I said. Good. This is a this is a rabbit hole that we it, it not even mycology related. He sounds dickert. He's dickert. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also, the little bitty vacuum that they have is really 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 useful. I have it's that. like That's a mini nice. shop vac. Yeah, it's really cool. And by the way, Ryobi, if you want to go ahead and. Uh... You know, sponsor, sponsor. Us, yeah. this is, sponsor us. We need to yeah. also give us a goat that we can record, please. Because yeah. I have one. I have one. My computer's not working. Or also, I would have played it like forty-five times this episode. Yes. <laughs> we just need to. We're just gonna get a pygmy goat. And just have it sitting here in the shop with us. You know, just <laughs> just poke it with something every once in a while. And get just <laughs> no, we do we we do not condone the poking of goats. We do not we abuse not, animals. Not we do not go to poke the goat. Again? Again? <laughs> Please leave the goat alone. How about, how about those plates, huh? Bad. Demonetized. There goes that. Okay. <laughs> it was so fleeting. It was so it was close. So I can taste it. <laughs> Farrell fucked it up. As soon as we talked. Oh. Yeah. He's like, the robot. Hey, would you like a slushy with that Ryobi tool? <laughs> Ryobi's Japanese, isn't it? Who cares? It's a good tool. It's Thanks. a great tool. 
Yeah, so how so, about this? Um, incubating your plates. How do you guys... Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Multiple ways. That's a good one. I use a, a, the aquarium heater in a jar. So I have a half-gallon jar of that's water, and I poked a hole in the top, and I ran the cord for a, for a five-gallon aquarium heater. It's a real cheap little like, $10 aquarium heater at PetSmart. Up through the lid, I cocked around it to keep the water from evaporating, and then just set it to 80 degrees or whatever, and then stick it in the refrigerator and run the cord out, you know, just out through the door. And uh, you should note, it, you it, should note that your refrigerator is a not actively plugged in refrigerator. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a not actively plugged in refrigerator. It's a broken one. It's, it's not a, a refrigerator that is actively cooling. It's no, it's an broken. Incubation yeah. chamber. It is now an incubation chamber. And so it just, that's where I incubate my bags. And that's where I also incubate my plates. So, uh, yes, an insulated keeps... box. So, do yep. you, you, you haven't noticed any problems with this, like asphyxiation? I, cause I, I nah. was using that small, uh, I was using that small, um, dishwasher, which also yeah. has a seal to keep air from coming in and out. Obviously, yeah, it's the, watertight. The, agar, the plates, all the oxygen that is in there when you tape it up is plenty. That the plates, the plates. But I found yeah. I found that like using using that um, using my what I was doing with using um, a small dishwasher is I found that like my bags weren't colonizing very well in there, and maybe I was uh, overfilling well, you bags. bags there, were, you, were your bags touching? No. Well, I fuck with shit too much, man. I open it up first thing in the morning to look at it. And then uh, I open it up yeah, it like last there. last thing in the evening to look at it because I gotta look at it. I gotta look at him. Hey, baby, how you doing? Ooh, yeah. looking white and fuzzy. Mm, good girl, you know. <laughs> as long as it's not white and sticky, <laughs> <laughs> grow for me. Suddenly, that's a more. White and sticky is a bacterial mess. Most definitely. Or it's a baby. Could be Uh-oh. a baby. <laughs> Different types of biology. Yeah. I, I've actually, I use a wine cooler. I do. I use like a fridge. Uh, my yeah. wine cooler, I just go ahead and it actually, it, it stays. I can have it set for 78 to 80 degrees. Oh, well, yeah, that's fancy. Mine's ghetto now. I don't right, like but, mine anymore. But no, yeah, but now listen, we are I, all I don't want to use that anymore. I'm looking I, for yeah. a broken. Uh, I'm more ghetto than all you guys. I use a shelf. Dedicated wine thingy. No, I well, want way, I'm, I'm looking way, for uh, one of those for the Coca Cola shelves that they have in the stores. The, fr- the fridges. I'm looking for uh, a broken one that has the sliding doors in the front. Well, I know a guy who has one of those. Yeah. It's, is his name Trimmy? Could be. Bastard. <laughs> He's got all the cool exactly. shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, I don't have it yet, but I'm I'm I will have it soon. He's like, now that you want it, I'm gonna make sure I get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that bitch on Craigslist. I'm gonna beat yeah. you to it. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't. You guys know me. I don't pay for stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have friends. Lots and lots of friends. He's got you. He's got lots of people that owe him favors. I, no, I don't. I don't steal. People owe me stuff. That's exactly right. I do favors for people all the time, and when it comes time for me to need something, 
Hey, it's I, like I a fucking He just goes shopping in their house. He's like, I'll take that, that, and that. Yeah. <laughs> 90% of the stuff I have, you know, that's for my lab or anything, or people have given to me, you know. You've got to remember it's a different lifestyle where he's at in the middle of the yeah. Arctic tundra. We do do a lot of trading here. We're <laughs> bartering. We're a bartering community. Well, I mean, he's got only really like the, the what, do you, what do you call those Eskimos to really deal with. So, I mean, Dude, they're cut off from the rest of the world for like box, eight months a year. They try to fight off penguins, right? It's gotta That's right. I figure it's just those bloodthirsty caribou. Hey, penguins are vicious. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Yeah, Don't let them get in a little ostrich, but five times meter and five times short. <laughs> like a they can just swim right I'm up sure that anus, just all the way up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, sure Trim's happy, happy as long as he's not fighting <laughs> off bears with hockey sticks. Hey, right? That's going to be a shirt. That's going to be a shirt. I've already came up with this sticker. I got it right here. I'm, I'm been working on it today. <laughs> it's got to be like a Jason Voorhees mask. It's a Michael Myers mask. It's a Michael Myers mask. It's beautiful. So, like, so storing agar long term, whatever was done is just, I just throw it on a fucking shelf. But I guess if some people put it in refrigerators and stuff and do something fancy with it. As long I as find it when you like, let it get cooled down, it fucks up a lot. <clears throat> I've had it. Uh, some of mine just you know because that that uh, the tape stuff it'll breathe a little bit. I've had some that went crack or freaking dry, and I just added a little li- sterile liquid culture to them. And they popped back to life. That's what I just so, did to my fifty uh, slants. I I went I I did a lab cast, uh, one of my yeah. lab casts, and I uh, I added about fifteen fifteen uh, mil in all fifty plates, and I'm starting to see a little bit of growth. So. I yeah, I mean, they, I think that agar is a great medium. I think people are, I don't think people have pushed the limits for as far as how long mycelium can actually survive outside of a slant, you know. It's like in the wild, sometimes it dries up, you know. The yeah. biggest fear, yeah. the biggest fear everybody has is how long my spores are going to last and how Forever. to, Forever. and, oh, and also their agar too. Everybody's afraid that their agar will, or that their mycelium will freeze and die, or something. And, but yet, for some reason, even in areas where we have a freeze every year, we still have mushrooms pop up every year as well. Well, that's because ground level, if they're deep enough, that's that doesn't get below sixty, what five degrees or something like that. I mean. It, it's got to go kind of deep. It's got to go pretty deep, some like areas. twenty feet. Yeah, so. the frost, the frost level. And that's yeah, you guys fucking have one in Texas. I don't hear shit from you, Farrell. You're like my my frost level is fucking five feet above the ground. Yeah, it doesn't really get. <laughs> it got cold here there for like forty eight hours. Yeah, he's like, I almost saw my breath for a second. <laughs> no, it didn't get that cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, shit. But no. <laughs> You know what? No, I think I'm gonna replace my slants. Um, the shit that everyone's uh, talking about now is the distilled water. Were they just putting They're, just mycelium in distilled water and just hoping it, it lasts dormant? forever, basically, because it's using that water to stay hydrated, and it's, I guess it just fucking it's it's Those in hibernation. Wait. Well, that's the same thing that happens with my. With my liquid culture, once it's grown to the point where it's used up all the nutrition, it just goes dormant. Right. Yeah, right. It looks, but now, it but looks now I'm going to use nasty, these little but... fucking um, centrifuge tubes 
put a little fucking whack of the fucking agar plate in there and and distilled water. And now I get fit five of those in one of my slants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that so now I get, fancy. Now I got room for, you know, fucking thousand genetics. Everybody, Deadpool needs your genetics. Remember that? All right. Yeah, but, he, uh, he takes mm-hmm. it in the form of uh, donated eggs and sperm samples. Yes. Well. <laughs> but, uh, make donate a friend's too. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. My question is like, how do you make the slurry but keep it sterile as you make it? Like, if you put it into like a blender or something like that. Okay, you're talking about the slurry I was talking about yesterday? Well, it depends. Like, isn't there a couple different ways that people make the slurries? Like, the one, the one that I was talking about, it's it's, oat, it's actually just oat jar. It's or your rye berries. You have to make sure it's very sterile. You want to make sure it's completely um, colonized. And then basically, um, there's lids. You could actually, they fit like a ninja, the ninja blender. Sponsor. But it actually, uh, you could put that lid onto the jar. And uh, wait, 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 wait! Like onto like a glass jar, onto like a glass mason jar. Yeah. Yes. The the actual jars that fit, they fit perfectly onto a mason jar. Are you telling me that these lids for this? Hold on, I'm gonna check this out right now. (laughs) This ninja, this ninja lid, will fit directly onto a mason jar. Yes, sir. It has to be the wide mouth mason jar. Yes. I know Just that the, know. the little ninja neutral bullet ones fit on a, on a jar. So yeah, those blades are pretty big. Okay, that's what I okay. use. So if you yeah. use the neutral bullet, the regular jar lid will work. The regular jar, but if you use the regular ninja, I need the wide mouth jar. I think I need the wide well, mouth you're, jar. You're the one. Go try it. No, I look. I'm looking right now. Uh, it doesn't fit on the. I small, can hear. I can hear him searching through shit. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> your shit's all good. What you what you do? Is at that point in time, what I do, whenever I used to do it for my tubs, I would go ahead, I would add in some liquid culture, just a little bit sterilized, and then hit the thing with a blender till it turned into a fucking disgusting looking smoothie. All right? And now you have your the cocoa core all laid out in your tub, Healthy. and you just, you dump that whole jar in there. But now when you have your gloves and you're all, you're all ISO'd up, and you, and you move that, you're just scraping it all through there, every centimeter of that tub is now completely colonized in seconds because it's basically you've soaked that whole tub in mycelium right the, yeah the colonization the, the colonization of that tub finishes in about four days okay and so what are you doing to uh, make sure that your your blades are cleaned on your Nutribullet you're just spraying them with ISO or you you put it you put it on another jar full of ISO and that way you just no 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 but the blades the blades like and and the lid yeah. for he's saying take that, that with take ISO that. or no he's saying you, take the blades and put them on top of another jar yeah. like full of like bleach of water or something yeah, yeah but before and, that uh, do you do you do you clean it with ISO or like like do you make well, sure you're taking it you're clean. taking it off that ISO jar and there's two things you can do you either make a lid specifically for that. Where you, it's it's actually colonized with the blade lid on. Okay, you could do it like that, or you actually clean the blade in, in isopropyl on in front of the still or in a still air box or in front of a flow hood, and then you swap the lids. You know? Right, right, okay. So I mean, it's it's yeah, it's no big deal. But the thing is, you have you have to make sure 
that you there's no fucking broke boy deck in this. I'm just making sure that everybody that we make sure it's clear for the listeners. Oh no, and everybody I got you. can know no, exactly just, where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't the, want uh, a listener. I don't want a listener to think that you can just go and just take any lid out of your cabinet and just throw it on a, <laughs> yeah. on one and go. I've seen a lot oh, of somebody's, already. So, somebody's <clears throat> gonna do that. Somebody's gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. I already know who. Yeah. <laughs> the goats bleating into the darkness. <laughs> no, I goat? just think it's yeah. very important. We're thorough. It, 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 there's a there's a lot of room for mistakes in mycology. You know, like oh, yeah. uh, there's a lot of room for mistakes, but there's also very many roads to the destination at the same time. One of the biggest well, Agar dishes you know, was that was so it should have been saved for the last. Yeah, that should have been your uh, going, outgoing. You, you you blew your fucking load yep. early there, buddy. <laughs> He's like, no, I haven't. I've been uh, working on this all week. <laughs> me? So yeah. one of the things that I've that I've done is to make like a huge Agar dish is that uh, I've taken Pyrex plates, like Pyrex uh, pie plates, like the big ones, the big or lasagna plates or whatever you call them, because okay. they got the nice tight fitting lid. And I poured that full of freaking agar, and then used that to 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 do look for like monokaryotic uh, stuff. Squeegee. So, yeah, so I just had like a little cell spreader squeegee, and I put my I do my dilution and my spores on one end, and just squeegee it all the way the fuck across, and uh, uh, across the whole. Like you know, that's like an eight and a half by eleven fucking pan, right? So it's like a big fucking pan. <laughs> And uh, then I just start going pheno hunting and looking for little little bitty guys with a microscope for a long period of time, for hours and hours and hours. But uh, they just use a stainless steel straw and punch holes, pop, 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 and pick up those individual ones and put them on a new um, plate. But it worked out really well. Instead of having to do like a billion Petri dishes, just do one really big Petri dish. And that's you cool. can, and that's and that's a no pour. Isn't it? Yeah, that is a yeah. no pour agar, really. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. So yeah. you could actually pour that, and then it's you're ready to go in, right in front of the flow when it's already set. There's no open it up and pouring it. So, damn. Right. Carol, Carol, yeah. did you ever you find those four inch the plates you were talking about back in the day? Like the four inch uh, petri dishes? Yeah, you can find you those. Were, you were talking about that, like you wanted like a big like. Uh, what was it like? Uh, the potato bowl size from KFC Petri dish. Like you want oh, like a big old yeah. yeah, yeah. So I could find them in Pyrex or in glass, but nobody's <clears> really <throat> they they make them, but they make them with the little grid already built into them. They're, oh, they're okay. Plastic. You're talking about for the for the drip method where you're putting drops all the way across in the grid pattern. Yeah, but they make them with that grid pattern already. But I just needed a. I just wanted a bigger dishes to be able to do more cultures like and, and try to combine different things like spores in different areas or, or like even just let your growth, areas. or just have yeah. like a big old plate with some crazy growth growing even wider. Yeah. Just let it go to town. Like with those ones I would actually with those big plates is I would actually add some sterile grade to the plate uh and let it just go fucking ape shit. Uh so that I can pluck mycelium off the top of the plate, like the big ropes, and use those to inoculate new plates. But uh, no, I found the four-inch uh, petri dishes, but 
they were way cost prohibitive. It, I it can't say, how much were they? Like, like fucking sixty bucks a piece. They were they well the in plastic they came out to like three dollars and forty four cents a piece, but this was like you know a year or two ago. Now they're probably, so they're probably like five dollars a piece now. Yeah, probably at least five bucks a piece. And now that we're five getting angry at China. Oh, the Pyrex ones are like almost a hundred bucks a pop. Man. That's they're okay. That's what I said. Around. You're saying three bucks a piece, and then I'm like, get the fuck out. No, of here. they're like I'm going to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, now the plastic ones are like used to be like three, three fifty, and now they're probably closer to five. I haven't checked on them in a long time. The Pyrex four four inch ones were really really expensive, um, and to me, it just doesn't worth it because you could find a, a like. K cup type material ones that were I think it came out to be a the shallow eight inch to go container was about or the shallow shallow eight ounce sorry portion container was what it is that turned out to be the uh, roughly the same size but they ended up being like like twenty seven cents a piece for them and they were like PB five with the nice lids on them so uh, mm. yeah but you had to buy like a hundred of a sleeve at a time so. I think that's another important thing to comment on is if people are going to use K-cups, buy the shallow K-cups. Do not buy yeah. the deep K-cups. You buy the deep yeah, K-cups, you... and you're going to have a hard time getting stuff out of that. Yeah, so the ones, really. that are, the ones you're I looking think... for are the ones that aren't used for liquid stuff. Liquid stuff, like sauces and stuff like that, are sold in the deeper cups, whereas like food items are sold in the shallower cups. I'm honestly, don't get me wrong, for us that we're pheno hunting in those things where we're trying to pick something out, the shallow ones matter. But whenever it's an emergency or you're using K, if you're using K cups like that, any of them for our purposes are going to be fine. Yeah, they will work. I would just say preferably if, if you have the option, like I would go with the shallow ones first. The de- the deli 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 cups don't really the the deli to go containers they aren't the right type of plastic like they're gonna melt like at, at like yeah. 130 degrees if you pour your shit in there so don't go to H E B or Walmart and the deli counter and steal their shit because they will not handle the heat of agar I have done that and had hot agar running off the side of my freaking thing down my leg not a party zero Sounds out of like ten good. do not recommend. And then I wear Crocs. I have these tactical Crocs that I wear everywhere, right? Uh, they're tactical because I'm wearing them and I make them tactical. But they have fucking holes in the top of them and the freaking agar went right in there and burnt the freaking shit out of my toes. I had, like, so now your polka toes dot... look like the Crocs when you're not even wearing them? I had polka dot feet there for a while. It was not a party. Do not use those uh, those clear, like, kind of opaque plastic, the flexible kind that they put, like, you know, salad pieces and stuff like that from the salad bar in there, they do not work. It has to be the hard black plastic. You'll see on the bottom of it, some of them say PP5, some of them say different stuff, but you definitely want the hard plastic ones, not the soft plastic. That stuff will just burn right through them. You can't find them clear, though. They don't have to be black. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're just usually, they usually charge more. I don't know why. I think because it has to have less imperfections in it, if it's clear. Then if it's darker colored or dyed, they, they can be a little bit. Man's always with... trying to keep the black man down. No, it's just a. It's just a. I think it's a manufacturing <laughs> process. If there's, a, if there's imperfections in something that's a dyed plastic, you know, like swirls and stuff, and they don't worry about it because it's covered up by the dye. But if there's swirls and stuff, and something's supposed to be clear, 
it's going to be super noticeable. So they have to be a little bit slower with their uh, the the release from the molds and then everything else from it. So it costs more money. So you're back to typing, and now you're playing drums. <laughs> that, that was me. That was me. <laughs> God, kids these days. I'm not typing. I was. Does anybody in the chat? Does anybody in the chat room? Somebody go check and make sure they're all alive. See if anybody's got any questions because we're just about done. I, I don't, I'm running out of things to talk about. Well, we can't ask you questions because they don't know what we've been talking. <laughs> they oh have yeah. No idea yeah. Where we are. Yeah, you're like, hey, well, yeah, guys. You, you guys won't believe this, but our, our topic request channel got a little bit off track over there. <laughs> no, I just see that doesn't I happen. Just, I just see someone says basic bitch in there. Is all I see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was keeping track last week, but then Trim took it over. Did you? How many more questions you got, Trim? Uh, that is the only one from today that I saw that was an actual question. Uh, no, it's all we got. We have a bad habit of. Hood. I just I'm yeah, talking yeah, too I much shit. When we're in talking there. about the the feral flow hood for the win, and if yeah, I think that it's it's obviously a very good low uh, low cost tech. Yeah, the then we're discussing whether you should put stickers on a flow hood or not. Um, yeah, no, yes, definitely put your no, you have your to. No, it, it's on American hood. It increases, it increases your stats, your stats yeah. And decreases your your chance of 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 contam for sure. Like that's a that's a no brainer. Listen, you, you only get stamped if you're a full kid, anyways. So, yeah, no, we're gonna give out. We're gonna effect. we're gonna make a uh, fuck around and find out the F A F A F O cult uh, podcast sticker. It's only going to be available to people who come onto the podcast and are interviewed by us on our Mondays. So if you get interviewed by us or, or are a special guest for a one of the Tuesday night chats, then you'll be able to get that uh, that sticker. Will be, we'll just mail it to you with some swag. And that's going to be the only way to get the at particular sticker. Yeah, so uh, we'll be able to tell, like, who is the cool kids and who aren't the cool kids. Okay. And you know where that sticker goes. Sticker. It goes right yeah. on your flow hood. Like, mine's right and underneath it, my big Penasaurus Rex. Yeah, I, I don't feel... put that... Don't put the badass. You're only going to get one of them, motherfucking stickers, on you know the back of your <laughs> toilet or some stupid shit, right? Yeah. Put it somewhere okay. cool with crowds. I found one that's kind of a rant and kind of a question built together. We, we could probably look at it here. All right. It says, it says I don't want or a, or can't afford a new stove. Our wiring is wonky, and I can't set up a burner outside, but because my neighbors are rats, so I buy grain and make agar in the microwave. It's not the best, but it works. I'm just wondering if there's a better solution. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. That fucking works. Okay. First of all, right. I think that you don't need to worry about your neighbors being rats so much because there are multiple different kinds of gourmet or medicinal mushrooms that you Listen, can grow yeah, yeah, but the that police, are they, not. The police will still come no matter what. Okay. If they, so blocks of shit. Multiple people. Farrell's advice is to, their house. Farrell's advice is to beat them to it, turn them in as potential terrorists. Uh, <laughs> Put black flags on their front yard and tear yes. them in. Yes, eliminate your neighbors. just 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 call Crime Stoppers and be like, "Hey, I, it smells like burning bleach or a chemicals <laughs> coming from my neighbor's house, and they're acting very erratic." See, and there's people coming in and out, odd hours, all different. Yeah, and coming, uh, let the let the police go over there and just like kick them in the face. No, 
It's a, don't do that. That's called swatting. Swatting is illegal and, and it's stupid. But definitely establish dominance. Go pee on the yard. You know, go yeah. make friends. Take a shit right uh, on their guy. Yeah. I would tell you. I would tell you. Well, that, you know, making eye contact. There are other things. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's texts you can do that aren't very. Like, if you're absolutely strapped up and have to do broke boy tech. It will no, microwave wrong with the microwave tech. Yeah, microwave you're, works. You're going to have a radiation. Higher, have a higher, yeah. yeah, and even with broke boy tech, if you're doing, like, corn and on a stove top, which it sounds like he's looking to get away from, but you can also substitute your stove top for basically, uh, like, I think somebody shiny was telling him uh, sh- an induction heater or even, like, uh, Instant Pot. You can definitely get away with doing Broke Boy Tech with corn on an Instant Pot. Yeah. It works. You can, it's not the best. You can also not just lightly, lightly just pour hot water over your damn corn, put it in a bucket, let's see if it's going to ferment a little, and then uh, that'll wake up all the endosperms, and endospore, sorry. <laughs> and then we were talking about white stuff. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then go ahead and uh, then just you know water bath can it after that and see what happens. But let, it sit, let it yeah let it sit for a little while and see if it's going to um, if it's going to stay you know sterile or not. But water bath canning has been been used for a long time for, for it's been used generations. for years for multiple yeah. different things. And I have I I in the past year have had at least two people on the podcast on the or not on the pod but. Two people that are on our Discord that have had had multiple successful grows with that, so it works. Maybe yeah, not you like one hundred percent contam one one hundred percent clean rate. I mean, you're going to have a contamination a little more, but it will work for you. Yeah, you're going to get something to grow, and and that's really the point of this. And we're we're here to support you however we can. If we need to come up with a new tech to try to get you through it through to a successful grow, you're always welcome to come into the chat room, meet with us, talk, pick our brains. We've tried almost every stupid fucking way to make mushrooms you could possibly come up with. And if we haven't, we're willing to try it again. Oh, yeah. We Anybody tried care. diaper tech yet, you damn <laughs> bastards? They actually have. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any babies. i got to find a diaper. No, yeah, don't just grab one out, out of the there. trash. We've no, got a couple just... people doing diaper tech out there right now. They ah, keep me updated. I would nice. send diapers to you people, and I would try diaper tech, but diapers are a hot commodity in this house. Uh, <laughs> as everyone has heard a couple times. Yeah. This cool, has been cool. a fun podcast, guys. Yeah. 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 Stay on topic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Good information. Uh, I, thought, I give us, I give us, uh, like, like a, like a B, three, like, three and yeah. a half out of five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say the rabbit, the rabbit holes we went down were deep, but they were close to topic. So that's it, good. It, yeah. It, if well, we were driving down the road, the cop would have followed us a little while before he pulled us over for weaving off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't stay on the straight and narrow. But it didn't get too crazy. Well, it wouldn't be our podcast if it did. So what are you going to do? That's right. So who's got sure uh, that... nice things to say to people? Let's start over here with Deadpool. Oh. Yes, because I'm always the perfect person for this stuff. Everybody, grow hard, grow fast, grow long. <laughs> yeah. That's America. It. America. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Go, go hard, go fast, 
Grow long. <laughs> Grow deep. Grow deep. <laughs> 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 you can always go deeper. Let's see. I'm going to say that the Fafo cult and all the people in it are more fun than bubble wrap. Yes, oh, sir. Shit, that's fun. <laughs> oh, and you in- incorporated another tech into your into your little yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, for Tubbs, that's, Tub- that's for Tubbs. That's for another time. We'll do Tubbs. We'll do Tubbs. We'll do bubble. We'll do. How to accelerate fruiting and how to solve problems with your fruiting next time. How about that? Yes. Sounds and good. <laughs> Same fat time. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, Frenchie, what do you got? Uh, say, uh, smile a little more, you know, frown a little less. Go through your day and try and make somebody else smile. Yeah, without <laughs> the sexual harassing them. Yeah, no, no. Okay, that I didn't mean it in that sense, but you know, <laughs> we went down that road. Right. Okay. Don't tell women to smile. You look I, I did not say I didn't say women. I did not. <laughs> You're adding stuff. You did not say it though, did you? Okay. Yeah, it was fair bird. enough. It was bird. <laughs> All right, Pookie, what do you got, buddy? Anyway, we yeah. like to tease around here. We like to tease. We like comedy, but uh basically, you know. If you have trouble along the way, don't give up. It's part of the curve. You'll get there one day. That's basically it, man. You're going to get there. You can do it. You can do yeah. it. Keep trying. Don't give up. I mean, we're, we're, people are here to help. And with, with the minds that we got between ourselves or in, in the group, we will find something that will work for everybody. Oh, yeah. That's without a doubt. Thank you for the challenge, I guess. Yeah. As as always, guys, we love you and we appreciate our listeners. We appreciate anybody that comes into the Discord and uh, does one-on-one with us or helps us decide what to do for our next podcast. We enjoy just spending time with you guys. It's a great time. Uh, If you're going through anything, give us a holler. You know, it's not worth it. Don't ever contemplate self-harm. There's always someone to reach out to. You can always, if you like our podcast, uh, throw us a dollar or two on our Venmo. It's at F-A-F-O Cult. Uh, we do have our Etsy up now. It is uh, Cult, uh, dot com, And our first couple of items are up there, and they're going to be, well, offensive, because that's what we are. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We love you guys, and take care. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Goodbye. See you.